0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me is Matt Reed. And uh, this is going to be some... We're going to do some Halloween fun action today. We've got uh, Billy, Jake, and Nick from Pennsylvania band West Main on the show. Y'all, what's up?
1: What's up? up? What up?
0: Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, man. Awesome to be here.
0: Hell yeah. We're going to... you know. Since this episode's gonna air like the day before Halloween, I was like, "Let's we gotta throw some some fun questions in there. We gotta switch it up." Ooh. It's yeah, funny because the best thing you brought up
1: in our yeah in our band group chat, uh once a week, our singer hits us with, <laughs> "I need horror movie suggestions," and like Jake is Mister List, oh. like off offhand, just like twelve rifled off with it's like MLA seconds. format and everything citations. Yeah we're excited it hurts my feelings though because
3: chris doesn't listen to like what i tell him and then he'll ask the same question a day later and then he'll like, post it on facebook yeah i'm like i just gave you yeah. an entire list scroll back a day he <laughs> asked for
1: suggestions to facebook like a week after we already gave him a bunch of suggestions <laughs> and everyone gave him the
0: same suggestions <laughs> Yeah. so this is a question My, i said you guys like horror movies and have have any of you seen skin yet?
1: no no I've heard good, thing.
0: good things. Yes, me too. I haven't seen it. I've heard great things. I also saw a TikTok naming it, like, in the top 10 scariest movies of all times, according to science.
1: Oh, wow. I
2: like, like the heartbeat, like, type thing.
1: Yeah. Nope, just science. Fuck science. <laughs>
2: all of the above, chemistry, biology, whatever.
0: Yeah. So, I, uh, that, that really intrigues me, because I wanted to see it
1: before that. Yeah. I have... So, actually, I want to ask everyone if you have like a seasonal Halloween movie that, like, what your go to that you watch every single year.
3: Uh, I mean, that's a good one. I'd say
2: I feel like I watch all my movies like year round.
1: Yeah. Well, you live with Shelby.
3: If I'm going to like to be cliche, I would say just the original Halloween series. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Then I guess like wrong turn. That series is good. I like the original Hills Have Eyes. They're always good to watch. Or Rob Zombie's movies because they're always like weird Halloween themes like thrown into them. Always takes place in like October.
1: House of Thousand Corpses is classic. Yeah. Yeah. We always
2: end up watching like um, Nightmare Before Christmas and like Hocus Pocus this time of the year. Yeah. uh, Because we will watch the scariest movies in the middle of like June.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) For sure. It, me and my wife, we try to every October we try to pick one like series that we haven't watched before and so we'll go through that entire series um, This year one of the ones that we couldn't believe we hadn't even actually watched all of it, I think I've only watched like two of them is uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre I I've only ever seen the original no. I'll
2: yeah. be honest, I don't think I've seen any of them
0: Wow! yeah we just we just watched number two yesterday and it's awesome
1: yeah you're hurting jake's feelings right I know, now
2: i know the only one like i'll see it on like netflix or like or whatever it's on and it's always the new ones like the friday 13th and Ch- texas chainsaw massacre it's always a new one and i'll be like shelby and she's like no those ones don't don't do it we need to go yeah, watch yeah, the originals and we just never got yeah. around to doing it see,
0: i i'm gonna go ahead and and disagree with that because i think the original texas chainsaw massacre it just, I don't think it holds up. Like, we watched it, and it's its pretty boring. Um, I think, I think. But I thought the remake of it, like, the 2003 remake, was fucking awesome.
1: It was so, solid. I think so, a lot of the, like, on-set stories and all that stuff, like, with, like, the real human bones uh, in yeah. the original because it was cheaper than using fake, <laughs> like, yeah, stuff yeah. like that makes that movie be- a lot better. But if you're just I mean, going in for a cold watch, yes, it's it's dated.
0: I agree. I agree for sure. It's just like, you know, if it was, if I was seeing it in the theaters in like, whatever, 79 or 78, yeah. whenever, whenever it came out, I'm sure it'd be fucking terrifying. But the fact that I, that's like what they show is in like PG movies now, it's yeah. like, it's, yeah, it's the, the horror level doesn't hold up.
1: Yeah, there's uh, like, and don't get me wrong, like John Carpenter is obviously the godfather and a mastermind but like the thing is probably one of the greatest horror movies of all time in my opinion yeah it's great it's not it's not that good today by today's standards but i do think the practical effects blow a lot of practical effects today out of the water and from an appreciation stance it's one of the best did it does did it age well god no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i
2: have a hard time going back and watching a lot of old like cult classics and stuff because yeah for that very reason they're just like it's really corny sometimes like when i go back and watch like um the nightmare on elm street and the Fre- freddy cougar sometimes makes me cringe yeah I'm yeah just, but oh, the ah. dude, dude the but it's so the good though so
1: was so bad oh dude the, yeah.
3: Mike, the michael bay film yeah one, it was yeah. so it was, it was bad he looked it's, like a pig he literally looked like a hog it's chronologically like incorrect as well the beginning just of the movie takes place. Nothing about yeah. it is correct. And then, like it'll pan, like after the beginning scene, it pans to like the intro and the cars driving down the road. Yeah, and it's like a big Cadillac Escalade. I'm like, yeah. They don't even they don't even <laughs> let you know, like, oh, hey, it's 2009 now. Like, it yeah it goes from being 1980 to just making up whatever year you want. To <laughs> be. Yeah,
1: well, it's Michael Bay. Yeah, His idea of a plot is explosions.
0: Yeah, stick to Transformers, buddy. I can get, get behind <laughs> that, though. Yeah. But I, when it comes
1: <laughs> to Transformers.
0: Sure. Alright, so, before we get into more Halloween stuff, let, let's talk about the band here. Uh, as of this date, uh, you're about to release two new singles under Common Thread Records called GSS and Where I've Been. Can you tell us a bit about the new songs? Oof. There. There. <laughs>
1: Um, so Jake's actually the newest in the band, but those are the first two songs that we wrote after our founding guitar player, the guy who, like, I wrote every all of the previous music with. It's the, it was our first time writing without him and not having him as like, I've always described Jimmy as like the, john to my paul like the beatles kind of thing um whether he wrote it or not he's like the perfect proofreader he's the perfect editor and like we bounced off each other really well in that respect so i was terrified going into writing these and it just so happened that like jake stepping in nick moving from bass to guitar like it it just locked in so well and like we hit the studio and we recorded the songs with uh, Matt Brash from The Wonder Years, and he took like a yeah. really, really hands-on approach with the production side. And he yeah. warned us straight up. He was like, "You can tell us. You can tell me not to. You can tell me when too much is too much, and and all that." But I was like, "No, dude. Like, I'm most of us here are hardcore kids. We have no idea what we're doing. Straight Any up. notes from a seasoned professional, we'll we'll take it." And that dude pushed us. And, like, a- across any genre, like, these two songs, I've never been so proud to put something out in my life. Oh, yeah. um,
4: great. How did you get started working with Matt from The Wonder Years? Uh, we're all from the
1: same hometown. Um, a lot of friends have worked with him in the past, and, like, I always knew that he recorded bands. Um, but I was always kind of like, it's Matt from The Wonder Years. There's <laughs> no way he's going to give me the time of day. And he answered an Instagram message and was just like, yo, let's set up a call. We talked for like an hour while we were all actually on the way to play a show up in Harrisburg and uh, hung up the phone. And I just like looked at all the guys. I was like, yo, this is sick. This is like the coolest thing ever.
2: I don't know. man. That really made the the van ride really boring. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah well, What? Yeah, it's,
1: it's it's crazy getting in like getting into a room with him and like i said he takes hands on with production so he was coming to practices before we ever even started recording it was he honestly, brought us own was, seating and everything yeah it was it was intimidating like matt brash walks in puts his own chair down pulls out an acoustic guitar and <laughs> unfolds a laptop full of notes yeah. and he's like all right boys and i'm like shit he uh, hates this he hates <laughs> everything about these songs right now <laughs>
3: I was, like, even more nervous than these guys because, like, they'll tell you, this is my first time literally playing bass in a band. Like, I used to do vocals in a power violence hardcore band. So now I'm just, like, this is all so new to me. And then, like, we're immediately working with Matt Brash. I'm, like, (laughs) I don't know what to do. Like, it was actually so bad (laughs) to where, like, when we went to go record our songs, Billy had to record my bass parts for me because I was just, like, I've never done this before. I really don't know what I'm doing. Like, I play guitar, but, like, barely.
2: Uh, the studio is so <laughs> tough though. So but, I don't but, play and, shit against you. and
1: Matt is a perfectionist in the studio. but, but like,
3: he's very patient. And yeah. I honestly I've been learning so much with like since working with these guys. And uh, you know, I've known Billy for what, like damn near 13 10 years, years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. And uh I've always said to him, I was like, When are we gonna play in a band together, dude? Forever.
1: I don't think any of us thought it was gonna be a pop punk band, but I'm not upset yeah, no. about it
3: at all. But yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun since uh you know, I'm really liking the music. I think uh you know, I relate well to the message in the music and whatnot and uh it's just been fun. It's a lot of big things happening.
0: So, how did you get hooked up with Common Thread Records because they're out of Texas? And, uh so uh,
1: Chris yeah. Ventura, um one third of Common Thread, he's actually from Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and okay. I played in a hardcore band with him called Ripped Away. And I remember when he linked up with Steven and Chris Jacobs and he was like, yeah, I'm like doing this, this record label thing, giving it a shot. We'll see how it pans out. And like hearing about the bands that he started working with, I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. And then hearing like they're reprinting stretch Armstrong vinyls. I'm like, oh, yo, this is really cool. And then sending him like, as soon as the pop punk band started, as soon as West Main became a thing. I was like, yo, I don't know if you'd have any interest. Obviously, we're very unseasoned. We don't really know what we're doing, but we're doing our best. And, I mean, any one of these guys will tell you I'm, like, a Nazi perfectionist when it comes to music. Like, at, like not to say that I demand perfection, but I, like, these are my best friends, and I know what they're capable of, and I want mm-hmm. to elicit the best that I possibly can from them. Sure. that's how um, it comes
2: across too it's never like behind your back like fucking billy i hate that dude, <laughs> dude. wish should we get off my back jesus christ no it, billy, it's billy's like also like encouraging way
3: billy's also a very like serious person outside of music anyway so if you know him outside of making music with him you kind of know what he's like going into it and like sure. even if like we get aggravated with each other we'll all start busting each other's balls and for like, sure you know what actually I take that
1: back. I in. do hate you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that all that attitude I also had and ripped away. So like I guess Chris kind of knew like I'm I'm a relatively professional guy um and like what I'm doing like I'm going to put 100% of myself into and I'm going to surround myself with people that are going to go 100%. So I think he already was like, "Oh, okay, cool. I'll keep my eye on that." Um yeah. and then we released a three-song demo when was that in may
2: we the the year of recording was just came up on my like facebook memories
1: so i guess it was last year i can't even remember at this at some at this point it's it's been a while but um, a
2: year ago like two weeks ago
1: yeah we we put that out on our own just because i feel like bands that like jump to like putting stuff out like i get it because you can skip a lot of hard steps doing that but i also feel like You don't really figure out what your band's made of by doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. And the reception, like, the arbitrary online numbers. Do we have 100,000 streams on Spotify? No, absolutely not. But I also don't really care. We play our hometown and 150 kids come out and they know the words. That's all I could ever want.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's
2: Um, way better than anything. We did that Panico show.
1: We lost Pat. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we um, played that
2: Panico show in, right in downtown Lansdale that that was amazing I was couldn't incredible. have asked for a better crowd it's um, never done I, that before
1: I, I played and this is not a shot at my other band um, I'm in another band called Freeze we're a hardcore band we just played a festival with Hatebreed like a month ago and Panico show was better the hometown <laughs> but, dive bar show with 130 people through the door was better
2: Act wall to wall just Pop yeah, it's
1: just it's it's a vibe, and I think that's like going to pop punk shows and like especially in our hometown, uh, with the Wonder Years cultivated, a pretty insane scene. Um yeah. sure. like I grew up going to see bands like um bangarang, bunch of those dudes went on to play in um Man Overboard. Mm-hmm. Uh like a lot of dudes of that caliber were coming out of the area, so I was going to a lot of shows as a kid. Um, and like, I had no I was, I was like 12, 13, so I didn't even know what I was looking at, but I knew that it was cool. Um, I didn't know what a local scene was like these dudes playing at a VFW hall were just as famous as me going to see fallout boy at the electric factory. Um, and I never thought that that was even a possibility for me because it's, I was like so awestruck and starstruck by what was going on around me. Um, we just got way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of that leads to now I yeah, I was in a band with Chris Ventura and um Right on. So he and I were talking a lot. And then when we finally released that three song demo, we were working with Matt Brash. They were ready for a release, and we were it the, the recording process took so long just because we we like really doubled down on making sure these songs were perfect. We Dude. were ready to release, and Chris was like, Hey, you want to work together? And I was like, yeah, we'll delay the release a little longer because this could be really cool. Um, and then, yeah, he got us in touch with Chris Jacobs and Steven. And uh, and now I'm living in a world with three Chris's uh, that I'm talking to every single day. And it's so confusing.
2: It's honestly getting hard to even listen to you because I don't know who you're talking about half the time.
4: Exactly. <laughs> right. Um. So go ahead? No, nah, say- you got it, Matt. I was going to say, you brought up all these great bands that came from that area, um, like the Wonder Years, for example, um, came out of the Philly pop punk scene. What do you feel are some things that make West Main stand out? We
1: are nothing like any of those bands. Um, there is, if you hang around our scene long enough, there's definitely a sound. It's not a bad sound by any means, and the bands that do it around here do it incredibly well. Uh, there's a band right from right down the road, like literally two blocks from my house, is where a bunch of the dudes grew up. They're called Merit. Incredible band. Um, it's crazy catchy. And like you can hear the essence of our hometown in it. I oh, yeah. grew up listening to Fallout Boy. I grew up listening to the starting line, Panic at the disco. Like those are the bands I'm emulating. Um I didn't grow up going to local shows constantly. I went when, you know, my sister's boyfriends would take me or something. But um, I grew up listening to, like, those bands. So, like, Chicago pop punk, like, Las Vegas, like, that whole, all that stuff. And, you know, maybe that's a little bit more, like, Radio Rocky, which, you know, if anyone says you don't do this for the money, but if you don't want to make money, that's strange to me so yeah. like i mean no one wants to it, do, it, I wanna, do i want to do i want to sell out no will i sell out if you ask me to i mean i think the the realism is anyone
0: okay so anyone that says like oh i don't want to be i don't care about the money and that and that may be and that may be true and fine but and you I can't. It. you can't and you can but you can't do this for a job as a career right. as life's passion without being able to make money you right have to make money now that doesn't mean you have, i'm not going for glory but you're going for steady yeah
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah I've, exactly anyone that ever asks and i'm sure these guys agree like i don't need to be a millionaire but if i can support myself and like the people yeah, i it's... love doing this my life's complete i've I've accomplished my mission i can retire
2: yeah, it's like you know going to matt's house to record and seeing what he's got just based on the music that he's put out is yeah. awesome and um you know the local anthony green like he makes a living off his music you know yeah. it's just that like bill said it's, it's just supporting yourself doing something you love exactly.
1: but there is uh especially because those are the bands like a lot of us grew up listening to um the obviously like midwest emo is a big wave right now and i don't right. get me wrong i love it like tiny moving parts incredible um but that's not my favorite era of pop punk and i don't think it's any of our favorite era of pop punk we are we were i mean we're all like 27 to 30 years old so our golden years of listening are like from under dirt and soil story so far like that Mm -hmm. and that and to people our age you say that album and they know every band that you're talking about they know like the whole Warped Tour circuit, when all of those bands were still like killing it in that era, that's where I want people to go back to in their brain when they listen to us. And that I've people have said that to us too. And I'm and it like every time I get like butterflies because I'm like, it's working. This is yeah. like, I'm finally able to like, we're all finally able to express exactly what we want, and people are picking up on it.
2: I think to your point, though, like. Being, I mean, the five of us are just literally all metalheads. We've never played in a band like this before. So coming from writing like hardcore to metal, um, and then, like you said, that peak pop-punk era for us, 20, was that, 11? 2013. Yeah. Yeah, 2013, 2011, the the preteen years of Mm -hmm. the 2000s. Um, And then also being younger and listening to bands like Fall Out Boy and Paramore, you know, you get that feeling of nostalgia while still having that grit to it. So when people say stuff like that, you know, it's, it's a really good feeling.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we're going to dive into, back into some Halloween now. Yeah. We're going to jump around a little bit, but I guess one of the things I was wondering is like, what Halloween or horror movie character do you most identify with and why?
1: Oh, we're having existential crises oh, over man. here. <laughs> I, got, I got him. I'm waiting for Jake to be like, oh, I'm Leatherface. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah, without getting too deep, I'd say either... For for different reasons, I'd say maybe Jason Voorhees and then Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, because he's very...
1: There he goes. Yeah, same. Uh, yep. Yeah. There and gone. <laughs> well, it's the the you, always you, elusive Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He's yeah. Ah, uh, dude, I like. If there ever came a day where like we all got a house together or something, that'd be the perfect moment for Jake to just like walk in from the background.
0: Never do that.
3: I, I couldn't live with you guys. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> anyway, I was gonna. I said uh, Leatherface. No, not Leatherface. You said Leatherface. I yeah. said. Jason, Jason Voorhees. Voorhees and Hannibal Lecter. I'd guess I'd say because they're both very, uh, you know, you don't know a lot about them. You know, Hannibal Lecter, he he, think you think he lets off a lot, but he doesn't. He's he's so mysterious and like, you know, all we know is he's this, like sick doctor, you know, and he yeah. fucking eats people.
0: Plus he, he likes sport. a cook.
3: And he, yeah, exactly. And like I'm a, I'm a chef, so it's you know, if I if I could like cook someone and have it taste good, I'd do it.
0: <laughs> I I'm, just, I'm
3: just kidding dude and then jason you, like, Voorhees because i have him tattooed on me and he's all over my room i just love jason like, Voorhees. he's so misunderstood it's Max. the nostalgia for me and yeah he, you know he was bullied he was a deformed bullied yeah. kid and Ignored. you know they, they bullied him to the point where he died he didn't you know, know his mom yeah exactly it's crazy it's, it's just he got pissed I also if, find, like, horror movies like that, like, I like slashers more than, like, ghost movies and stuff because I think, you know, there's not anything really stopping somebody from putting a mask on and going around, you know, killing You're giving
1: people, people ideas, Jake.
3: Well, that's what's scary, though. That's the scary. That's what's scary about it. Like, a ghost can't kill me. How do you know? I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of like <laughs> the
2: opposite. I, I tend to like... um demonic movies. Um,
1: though I'm very
2: picky about it. Like I like I say that and everyone's like, oh great, you like the conjuring and shit and whatever. But um
1: a lot of that blumhouse crap was really yeah, bad.
2: Um I got I got super into like the like the the, the Godfather A twenty four horror films. Um like A twenty four money. Like The Witch, Midsummer Uh, and hereditary are my top three favorite of all time you know minus like just a nostalgia factor of going back and watching like halloween and stuff like the classic stuff always sit up there but i feel like if i had to relate to any horror movies it would be the main characters of those movies um specifically the peter the sun and hereditary um florence Pugh, midsummer and anya taylor joy uh from the witch because they just kind of like watch shit like hit the fan and then they just like okay well i guess i'm switching sides and i'm just going to be an all powerful demon or a witch so
3: <laughs>
2: it is what it is i think that i'm so lethargic and laid back like that where i'll just be like okay this is my life now so i can see
3: that what yeah. about you bill what what, what character do you, you relate to and or you're
1: more like her. the
3: last you're like the last girl that's what you are <laughs> <of> the final <laughs> you're yeah, the final
0: girl
1: <laughs> I was gonna say I relate heavily to both Tucker and Dale from Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Just cause I have no idea what's going on around me. No. Um I was ironically, uh, I was gonna say um uh what's her face from Scream? Sydney Prescott. Sydney, yeah. Yeah. Not for the fight or flight, just for the like With that, again, like you said, without getting too deep, um, very, very often in my life, the people that are closest to me are like, they're the ones that get me.
2: Be your Matthew Lillard.
3: It's a good way
1: of looking at oh, it. Matthew Lillard is a gem.
2: I yeah, I stood in the same room with him once.
1: I'm And I'm still jealous. Wasn't that like MonsterCon or whatever?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the line to get in to get his autograph was, like, I would have been standing there for, like, eight hours, so I was like, I could just kind of, like, look at him from afar. Yeah, seeing <laughs> him
1: in front of me is good enough, for
2: yeah. sure. And breathe the same air as him, that's cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Who do you who do you guys
4: identify with?
1: Oh.
0: Matt, do you know what, much horror, even?
4: <laughs> I hate horror movies,
0: unfortunately. Yeah.
1: What?
2: That's crazy.
1: There's um so much to learn from them. <laughs> you know like, I, Don't I, put a mask on and kill people. <laughs>
0: <Jesus>. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, my gut reaction is uh, is is Jason. Just
1: misunderstood. That's fair. You know?
0: Or 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 like Frankenstein, he just wants to be loved, man. Just wants That's to be a good loved. one. True. That's
1: a good one. True. Oh, dude. I don't know if anyone here has watched it yet. Fall of the House of Usher. Um Netflix? I have not. So good. So good. I mean, it's one of my favorite Edgar Allan Poe books, so I'm, like, partial, but it chronicles, like, a ton of Poe's most famous writings. It's mm. front to back incredible, and it's, like, perfect Halloween season watch.
3: I do love Poe, so I'll definitely check that out.
1: Yeah, they, they recreate um, The Mask of Red Death in the first episode, and I was like...
3: I'm excited to hear more Halloween
1: questions. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. Is, I'm telling you, man. This is this is Jake's forte.
4: We got one more question though from this section, and I promise we have more Halloween questions later. Mm-hmm. But, but I, music stuff's my favorite. So, if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you started your journey, what would it be? Don't um, take yourself
3: too serious. Yeah. yeah
1: um. No know your worth yeah because once you start
3: big one once you start getting a big head like i noticed in a lot of bands that like i used to look up to until i knew them in person i'm like oh damn like you can give a fuck less about me you know like it's just like you know like don't don't you know people are there because they like your music and they want to support you so if someone is like willing to you know maybe they're nervous and it's their first time going to a show and like they feel comfortable enough to come up to you because they're the, you're the band that they listen to all the time that they felt got them through a lot of stuff and they come up to you and you're just like, you know, you get cool, they get cool guide, you know, cause it's yeah. happened to me. Yeah. It's happened to me yeah. in front of Billy. I'm not going to put that story out yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking but like, about. Like, You I mean. know, it, it hurts your feelings as a fan, Sex. you know, and like, and then even as like, a, you know, I, I kind of tie it in more with hardcore rather than pop punk, but like, you know, here I am listening to this band and I identify with their message. Cause I feel like that guy's going through the same thing I am. And then I feel the courage enough to go up and say something to him and like introduce myself. And then I just get like the cold shoulder and it's like, damn, like that's, that's how I'm going to think about everybody now in the, in the music. Like, you know, it's just, it's yeah. just watch the egos and don't get a yeah.
1: And honestly, like what you just said, kind of ties back to the last question too. the whole, like, what makes us different, obviously, bands write what they feel we write a lot about like the hometown we write a lot about like old friends we write a lot about mental health more about what it's, we've gone like, through than what like, we feel yeah mm-hmm. like what you just said jake it takes a lot to come up to somebody that you don't know who is was just up on stage performing and say right. hi and like god knows we're all riddled with anxiety we're all riddled with depression like these are our escapes and you've crushed this person and there's a good chance they won't come back yeah, so right. it's just <laughs> if there's one takeaway be nice <laughs> be nicer to people <laughs> everybody's got like struggles
2: to, Max, i also like to add it's kind of tied in because um the similar situations you know just stuff you go through um you know i would say don't let outside influence you know determine you know what you're doing whether it's being in a band or anything else because i mean billy's been around i've been in a band with billy pretty much since 2014 and you know when i left that first band that really put me in a spot that you know i really didn't realize it too it was too late that i should have just stayed in the band so that
1: was honestly what i was gonna say was like before jake was touching on that like if you want to do it do it
2: yeah just do what makes you happy and be nice about it
1: yeah
3: (laughs) yeah it's hard to pick one thing to like give advice on yeah. so much that i've learned over the years of playing music and stuff that like i wish Especially, I could like sit someone... in the last year yeah like i wish i can take someone who's interested in starting a band and playing shows and like sit them down and just like really tell them like listen this is what you have to do this is what you do not do and then you know just because there really are do's and don'ts that'll like get you places and whatnot or you know not get you places that'll hold also you back.
1: practice your instrument please I got to call me out on the podcast. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so like I am so much power to people that want to start bands but like also it's... don't be afraid to tell your friends that they're not their songs are not good because they need to hear that just as much as they need to hear that their songs are good. They yeah, need and to if know when your to friend, try again.
2: If they're your friend, they're going to accept that for what it is. Like if yeah. I, I know for a fact if I show anybody any of these riffs or anything and they're like that's kind of really bad like oh okay you know i'll move on you know
0: try again
1: Fair it's enough, yeah. about learning
0: all those are great pieces of advice and we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our next segment what's up friends we're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with g fuel and let me tell you there is no more pop punk beverage on the market right now than g fuel g fuel Keep you energized, focused, and hydrated. If you go to gfuel.com right now and use code Unsigned Pop Punk, you're gonna save 20% off your entire order. You can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like. Rick and Morty's unstable portal fluid, which is a delicious strawberry limeade, or get something in the can form like Sonic's peach rings or Crash Bandicoot's Wumpa fruit. Go to jfield.com and check it out for yourself. Let us know what your favorite flavor is. And once again, don't forget to use our code Unsigned Pop Punk to save 20%. It's a heck of a deal,
4: man. And we're back. Thank you so much for sticking around. It is time for the food for thought segment where we are going to talk about food with a Halloween twist for some
0: <laughs> Kind of.
4: <laughs> all right. So, we, before we get into that, though, we have to ask, everyone knows what a Philly cheesesteak is, and there's a great debate whether Pat's or Gino's is better. So we got to know. What, what's the best, then? I see you're ne- all shaking. Neither. <laughs> neither. 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 Nice. What, In your personal opinion, then, what's the best place in
1: Philly? No one here... No one here say D'Alessandro's, I'll lose my mind. Wasn't going to. All right, thank you. you. Go, you go first. What do you think? Um.
3: See, I live closer to the city than all you guys, yeah. so now it's easier. It's easier. Question for, for yeah,
1: me. yeah. Let me let me think.
3: So me
2: I think. think when you come to Philly, like obviously you have like the Genos, you have the D'Alessandro's, you have Jim Steaks and all that. Like you have these big names, but like you're gonna find your best cheesesteak at like the mom and pop shop like at the corner yeah. Um, but I think sorry Bill, D'Alessandro's is up there for <sighs> me it's so good, there's so much freaking meat, oh, it's say, amazing and Jim's then, on like, 63rd Jim's, Jim's is amazing, yeah. that's, that's but, definitely always been my number one and then like Steve's is pretty good too.
1: Steve's is okay, I don't like sliced steak, I like True. shredded
2: I would definitely prefer shredded over this but if
1: but, I get sliced, it's Steve's if I get shredded, it's Jim's it's
3: a good cheesesteak if the name of the place is just the first name of a South Philly Italian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you know it's a good
1: one. And yeah. like... <laughs> if it feels like a, a lead weight hitting your stomach, that cheesesteak was good. Yeah.
2: And like the Fresh Prince does it best in like the second episode. If you don't see the grease coming through the bag, it's yeah. not a real Philly cheesesteak. Also,
3: or- if whenever if you're in Philly and you plan to get a cheesesteak, it is not called a Philly cheesesteak. It is just a cheesesteak. Just a cheesesteak. Just a cheesesteak. Well, you will know
2: your yeah. tourists is from a mile away. Yeah, and yeah, Lorenzo's
3: Pizza. Lorenzo's Pizza is not the best pizza in Philly. Not even, not even close. It's packs. garbage. I, well, I would right, so Pat's, Pats go and Gino's, to Philly
0: for pizza.
3: I was going to say, Philly, there is no best pizza in Philly. Yeah. But if you come to where, where did... I live in Delco... That's where you get the best pizza. In, yeah, everything.
2: we're actually like a really good area when it comes to food. Like, obviously, when you think of pizza, you think of like New York, and like there's some staples around like the whole Northeast that um, you think of certain areas. But like Philly's in the middle of like everything, so we get the best of kind of like everything. Like, obviously, not the best, but um, but you you get some really decent
1: food
0: out here. Sure, I well, will say, I, obviously, like I I wouldn't expect it less. Huh? <laughs>
1: Pat's and Geno's are a tourist trap, but Pat's homemade hot sauce is so good. It's so um, good.
3: Honestly, no. the original Tony Luke's doesn't get enough credit. That's probably one of the best. Well, Charmous they chained
1: look. out, and the chains yeah. are terrible. Yeah, but the original right
3: on uh, what is it, Oregon Ave? Yeah, right on the edge. Yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I like seeing um people go into like gyms and try to order a cheesesteak. And you know, just watching, like all the cooks behind them, just feel like, "Yo, hurry up! What do you want?" Like, just you know, they just start berating you if you don't exactly yeah. just walk up and oh. like Tuesday quit without. I, I was get, gonna say, if, <laughs>
1: as soon as they get hit with without, they're like, "Um, what does that mean?" It's like i go to the back of the line. That means go figure <laughs> it out and try it again later. Don't what a book. <laughs> oh, and never, ever, 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 if you're gonna do the tourist trap thing cross the street with the opposite places bag, you'll get screamed at. If you walk (laughs) near Pat's with a Geno's bag or Gino's with a Pat's bag, you're you're cooked (laughs) and it's it's on site.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we have really good hospitality here.
0: (laughs) Oh, I mean well I know. First off, I watch plenty of It's always sunny and that is very realistic.
1: Perfect show. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Honestly, uh, you know, it is a parody show, but it, you do find some characters kind of similar to that.
1: Yeah, Mac has a Tony <laughs> Romo jersey. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: <sighs> <laughs> All right. So it's, you know, back to some more Halloween questions, though. Uh, what would you say is the best Halloween candy you can get while trick or treating? And what is the worst?
1: Pretzels are the worst. Candy corn is the worst. Candy corn oh. is also
3: up there. Circus peanuts are the worst too. Oh,
0: do people give this a about family? them? I does, hope yeah, not. I mean, does anyone get that? Poll?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just a um, bad person if you do that.
2: Jehovah's Witness pamphlets are the worst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um.
3: Best candy, um, Reese's. I mean, that's just my favorite. Reese's like, is always candy. great, especially
2: if it's like the like the big seasonal ones. ones.
3: You go to, like the rich neighborhoods, and they had the big candy bars. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's like the anybody best. that
1: puts weed in my candy. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I know it's not cheap. Thanks.
3: <laughs> Times
1: are tough. That's a treat. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I really think dude, it just comes down to like your favorite in like a full size form.
1: Yeah, sure. Full size Kit Kat, full size Three Musketeers, full size Snickers. That's mine. The worst. Are the mounds.
3: I like almond joy, but mounds are the worst. I just love coconut. Mounds. I love coconut. coconut. Needs to have the almond in there.
2: Almond's the best part. No, I'm not gonna pick either of those to be honest. Yeah. I'll burn in hell. I, like, I like them both, but I do like them
1: both. <laughs> Almond joy is fantastic. Payday. Me and Jake were just talking about payday. Payday is an underrated candy.
0: Yeah. You know one of the so of the things that I can think of that I know I've gotten. In like while I was trick-or-treating that people often forget about is bit of honey. And that
1: sucks. Dude, oh, I love bit of honey. You like broken I, teeth for Halloween? Eat a bit of, <laughs> bit of
2: honey.
1: I'm I'm an old man though. I'd like, dude, if you put like butterscotch candy in my bag. Oh, you got oh I got
0: Worthers? Yes. Dude,
1: <laughs> love it. Love it.
0: <laughs> you can have it. I mean, I could fuck with some worthers. I, I I probably haven't had one in about fifteen years, but
3: they're the ones with like the soft caramel on the inside, right? But the hard shell. Am I thinking of the right one?
0: I mean, though, I I'm sure those are a version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I know think That's good? one of those
2: candies that like I just like I I'll just say I hate off the bat, and then I have one. I'm like, all right, but I'm not going to change <laughs> my mind in the conversation.
1: Yeah, it's pride what? at that point. I'm just gonna eat uh, it. The little strawberry candies that are wrapped in like the strawberry wrapping paper. I love those. Dude, they're so good.
2: You are love literally those. a seven year old man.
1: I know. Those are great. If, if old people have it in their purse, I'm down.
4: Yeah. You're like, hold the bucket, just get your purse and just whatever. The- yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> just got, have to go,
1: have go have back purse. inside got and shake thing. it out.
2: This is a robbery. Not for your money. <laughs> for
0: Give, you,
3: me you.
4: your <laughs> Give me all your hard candy.
1: Give me all your hard candy
4: you are going to be throwing a west main halloween halloween party what food and drinks are you going to serve to your guests beer that's it yeah Uh, i'm just kidding
1: i don't even drink i don't know
2: what have we had at all the parties i've had a nice dogs yeah it was a lot of grilling we do a lot of grilling
1: yeah hot dogs for sure I'll, i'll eat like six or seven glizzies in one one sitting
2: i had to go out and buy more hot dogs for bill Last time he was over,
3: Nick was it for the Super Bowl last year? Shelby made those (laughs) really good uh, little tiny alotes.
1: Probably yes, Uh,
3: she made these little tiny baby corn alotes. If you're familiar, the Spanish corn, street corn.
1: That was the Super Bowl party where I looked at Jake and he never (laughs) didn't have food in his hand or mouth. (laughs) Like I'm serious for like the full four hours of the Super Bowl party, he was eating. He was also the first time I met high. That, yeah, no, that was
3: the first time I came over to your house, Nick. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was I'm trying to think of something. I mean, dude, candied apples are always fire.
3: Yeah, yeah. candied apples, and they're
1: super easy with some walnuts.
3: Yeah, yes. macaroni, Simon. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, apple cider, always down always down especially like because we're adults like you can you can dress Spike up it. apple cider yeah with with some alcohol for people that would yeah, be we sick. always
2: make an apple cider uh sangria every yeah. fall Ooh. so good
3: i don't yeah, drink it all so
1: nick and his fiance are like the big party people and the big planners so like she loves the host yeah they, they'll they throw down if we had a halloween party and like it would probably be in their living room too which would be dope which we there's an idea brewing right here. Yeah, um, can we can we do that actually? That sounds Maybe fun. next
2: year. Honestly,
1: whenever. We'll fly fly you guys out to podcast live. Hell yeah. Let's do it. That oh, would man. be that would actually be really fun. That would be cool. Um yeah, I would put all my faith in you guys to do that because you guys kill it every single time. I'm
3: serving pierogies at the Halloween party. Uh, you know, I will I will find pierogies
1: right now. Jake will serve cabbage, let's be real. You need some
0: sort of, like, some sort of drink, though, with dry ice in it that's just yeah. floating. Yeah, the spooky yeah. yeah,
3: Spooky Punch. Yeah. Spooky Punch. We'll put it in the, uh, <laughs>
2: the bucket holding the keg.
1: Cauldron? Yeah. You yeah, know, a cauldron <laughs> keg would be dope. Be sick. With, with, yeah. a, with a ladle. To, <laughs> that would be sick.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd support it. All right. That is the end of our food for thought segment and we did so I added something special for you guys normally we go right into rapid fire questions but we're not doing that yet we're gonna do a couple questions of Halloween trivia oh Jake I'll try my best yeah there's only there's only three questions but we'll we'll see we'll see what you got It's, it's, it's not just Halloween movies it's just Halloween all right. Uh, okay. All right. So, a person born on Halloween has what particular ability? Or what, based on what some superstitions suggest, of course.
2: Uh, Does that have to do with like the dead since like All Hallows Eve and stuff?
3: Maybe. It's
2: kind of what I'm leaning towards.
3: I'm going to say
1: <laughs> shape shifting. Yeah. Like a cat. <laughs> Or I mean, my brain just immediately is like, "You're a witch." <laughs> all right, oh, that's all right. I didn't even know, shift, know that was a shift, thing. Shift. Yeah, no, I'm mad at myself for not. I'm going to tell
2: everyone and be way smarter than everyone. This is going to be great. <laughs>
0: the
1: answer. All right, so
0: what's your final answer? You're going with?
2: I'm going with uh, some sort of in between of the dead.
0: Shift, I'm going to say shift. some witchcraft. Okay, the answer. Is the ability to see and communicate with spirits. Let's go. All right, oh. All <laughs> right okay. Nick, let's that go. Hell that
4: yeah. makes sense. That makes All sense. Right. I Good read. job, Nick. I read. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. This next one is uh, a little movie trivia. And I think you can, I think you got it though. In The Nightmare Before Christmas, what was Oogie Boogie made of?
2: Burlap sexual with bugs.
1: Yeah, burlap sack with bugs. Yeah, I was going to say maggots, but I don't think it specifies.
0: Now there's all there's only one particular thing. Like you got it right. That's that's accurate. But the, he does have one special thing for his tongue. Oh, oh I can
2: see it in my head. Uh,
1: is it a snake? That's what I thought too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. I didn't want to say snake because, like, as soon as, like, I started thinking about it, I was thinking about the
3: same. It seems obvious. I almost said said a worm. From Beetlejuice. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've I've Beetlejuice in years. (laughs) Matt, hit him with that, with the last one. In Scotland, what vegetable is used to be carved into a jack-o'-lantern?
3: Scotland. Oh, dude, I I just read this, like, a couple
1: weeks ago. Is it it's mess a vegetable? up if I said potato?
0: <laughs> it is a, it's a vegetable.
1: Oh. Uh, squash? squash? Yeah. It is a turnip. Wow. Wow. All right. That <laughs> sounds actually really Scottish. I was
2: going to say that's the most <laughs> Scottish thing I've ever heard.
3: <laughs> that's, I actually yeah. didn't know, like, both of those, the first two, uh, the first question and the
1: last one. I didn't know the. I like, that, though. I like the not, idea of Halloween trivia. Yeah. It was,
0: it was, I'm not cool. gonna lie to you. I didn't even know what a
1: turnip was until I <laughs> until I looked up. Like, what the fuck is a turnip?
0: <laughs>
3: Dude, they're pretty good. You gotta make them the right No, way.
1: no, no, they're so bad. Stop, Jake. This man <laughs> eats this man eats cabbage for fun. Don't listen to him.
3: <laughs> Bro, I love sauerkraut. Yeah, I love cabbage. You're I disgusting. Love all I hate you. Dude, i'm polish my family's from poland what do you do yeah. you should just get out yeah, of the do better i grew up eating like pig fat and like other gelatin stuff all right yeah, <laughs> i can tell buddy
0: oh gosh that's funny i uh i i'm polish as well but i did not grow up eating like that
1: <laughs> yeah smart guy
0: <laughs> all right so we have switched up. We have completely switched up our rapid fire questions. We're going to d- jump into rapid fire question segment. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. It is basically completely rearranged and Halloweenified. Awesome. So you're, oh. just gonna, you're just going to you're just going to speak from the heart. You're going to shoot from the hip. What is the first thing that pops into your head? You go for it. You ready? Yep. All right. Snickers or Twix? Snickers. Snickers. Horror or comedy movies? Horror. Horror. Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees? Michael Myers. Jason. Jason, Jason for sure. Goosebumps or are you afraid of the
1: dark? Oh, <sighs> are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Goosebumps, are you afraid of the dark? I, think.
2: I don't know that stuff. <laughs>
1: said cheese and die is classic
0: Dude, classic um dracula or the wolfman
3: dracula, dracula. Wolfman.
4: wolfman see i sure.
0: think it, like i was thinking about that and i was like both of those can turn people into one of them so yeah it's like it's kind of an interesting thought of those two like duking it out where yeah, the mind
1: where was a greer the mind control aspect of vampires has always terrified me. Oh, since I was a child. I watched My Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire on Disney Channel, and I was like, that's scary. I don't like that. I just don't like a lot of body hair.
0: That's fair. Fair, fair. Alright. Sydney Prescott or Laurie Strode? Sydney, Sydney Prescott. Sydney, Sydney. This isn't an either or, but what is the scariest thing? Within reach right now,
2: my kitten. <laughs> she will attack on site.
0: Uh, I, a jar of toothpicks. A switchblade.
2: I got a, a bath oh, in it.
0: Switchblade wins. <laughs> oh, you know what?
2: Me too, Bill.
0: <laughs> An a- AK <AK-47>. forty-seven.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was what?
1: gonna say, yeah. I <laughs> most of us live in kind of sketchy areas, <laughs> so the guns are on the other side of the room. <laughs>
0: The Misfits or AFI? Oh, Misfits. Which,
3: which oh. era? Which era? Yeah. Which era of
0: yeah. yeah, the Misfits? In general. In general.
2: Uh, uh, I do like the Glenn Danzig era of Misfits.
1: Yeah, I, gonna was, go Misfits. I love Danzig. but I'm going to have like, to go Misfits. Dude, but those first two
2: AFI albums are perfect.
1: Dude, the first three are amazing. And December Underground was perfect. Honestly, maybe it's a contrain in me. I'm going to go AFI there you go although their misfits guitar player would literally tear me in half you he heard me say that
0: <laughs> accurate accurate and now normally for this last question we do we we do a jingle but we switched it up for this this one you're just going to finish the lyric oh <laughs> it's it's not that hard <laughs>
1: we got very worried
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> He did the monster mash. It was a blank. Gra- Graveyard,
4: Graveyard mash. mash. Yeah,
1: okay.
2: I was going to say, he did the mash. He did
1: the, mo- <laughs> he did the mash. <laughs> he did the monster mash.
2: Jake, didn't you show up to practice blasting that? Blasting, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I I have a, As soon as it starts to feel a little spooky out, I have a classical Halloween playlist that I just listen to all the time. And well, then I, I have like... The like Mitchell, actual dude, classic though.
1: You roll up to practice playing the weirdest shit.
3: I love Outlaw Country, so I always roll up blasting Outlaw
1: Country and stuff. There
0: you go. There's I nothing wrong with that. And then outlaw. our
1: our drummer rolls up <laughs> just blasting, like, fusion and jazz. Like, things that you don't listen to at max volume.
3: None of us listen to the music we play. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much.
2: That's actually facts. I I'm listen to horror movie closet. soundtracks.
1: That's, <laughs> see, that's awesome, day. though. I listen to Justin Bieber. That's nice. Like, I'm not even capping. I love old Justin Bieber.
0: I do think I have uh, on CD that like one album with, with Baby on it.
1: Oh, that's the original. Once yeah. you started that's collabing er, with Skrillex, I was into it. Yeah, that album. Yeah, the, the 2015. Album. Yeah. yeah, perfect. perfect back. Album, so yeah. good.
0: Hell yeah. Well, that's it, though. You did it. You finished the podcast.
1: Ooh, Let's go. go. This was
2: fun. Oh, yeah, this was a lot of fun.
0: Let everybody know what you have going on, where they can find you, and what's next for West Main.
1: We got unannounced, but well, I guess this is a soft announcement. We got a holiday show coming up in uh, December. Uh, It's a Toys for Tots event Um, we're hosting locally. Uh, So give back at the perfect time of year, and it's got a bunch of our friends. We're going to be playing a cover that will only be played on that day we are going to be recording and releasing that too in the future. That's also another soft announcement. Y'all are getting the exclusive. Um. Yeah. yeah. We got, by the time this airs, we'll have already released the songs. Um, We shot a music video on Sunday for one of them. I just finished editing and putting it together today. So that'll be out too. Um, You can find us on every single social media, West main PA, um, and also just thank you guys so much for having us. This was so yeah, much fun. Thank you. This was well, great. It was, thank you.
0: We appreciate no, it. That was a great time. Yeah, Sorry yeah. about the, the, the technical difficulties at the beginning. That
1: Variety happens. is the spice of life. True.
0: <laughs> you know, you got got to do, do what you got. Do with what you got. But oh, yeah. Matt and I, we're going to hop into the unsigned pop punk news. And you can hang out with us and continue. Uh, after this jingle, right here. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the uh, to the show. Now we're in the unsigned pop punk news section of the show, which you've been waiting for this whole time. But yeah, tomorrow is Halloween, so I hope you all had a, a great weekend to party beforehand, and I hope you have fun trick-or-treating. If you're too old to trick-or-treat, uh, you're wrong. You're never too old to trick or treat. Go trick or treating. It's awesome. Go do it anyway. Who cares?
4: Uh, I saw a TikTok today of two old, like two like people our age, Pat, and they were dressed as a uh, was uh, Stewie and his mom from Mad TV. Yeah. Oh, it it brought That's me right awesome. back. It brought me right back. Also, shout out to Careful Gaze. I, I really like this hat.
0: Yeah, it's a sweet hat. I like it. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Jeez. You know. Have a have a good Halloween. Um, what else we got? You know, what'd you think of this episode? What'd you think? What'd you think, what'd you think of the, uh, uh, the, the, you know, Halloween format? We thought it was fun. I enjoy. I particularly, Matt, um, enjoyed like the Halloween trivia. Like I love doing that. We did it last year
4: too. And uh, I always love doing it. I think it's so fun. I I was, I was personally, I was glad that you put the answers there. Oh, yeah <laughs> yeah we' like
0: oh yeah, yeah. I, I, we have to know the answer because I probably remembered it but yeah tell us what you think of the episode shoot us some comments you know drop us a line just let us know what you think and uh what you'd like to see from this show you know this the season is coming to a close here so yes. we're getting ready to for next year next season so we, you know is there any anything in particular you want to want us to talk about or any guests you'd like to see just let us know let us know try to make that happen
4: (laughs) yeah you know just you or if you know a guest you know let us know like pat said i don't know where i was going with that but yeah also you need more clothes and you need more clothes that have purpose, and I have clothes that have purpose, and I have coffee mugs with purpose. Our gender equality line is still out there, still supporting the Trevor Project, whose mission is to end suicide among LGBTQ youth. Um, every purchase we have of our gender equality merch, which you can find on our website, 15% of that goes to the Trevor Project to help with their their, their cause. So help us in supporting the amazing cause and support saving young LGBTQ Life's
0: heck yeah, and we got other really rad uh merch up. You know, if if you're waiting till Monday, Monday, I think you'll have one more day to pick up our limited edition fantasy football league team shirts. It's November 1st, they're done, it's gone, you can't get it anymore. So, if you're waiting until that last second, it is that last second. So, make sure you go pick it up. Um also, you know, we got our new metal merch. We got this rad hat right there. You're rad. Black denim. It's tight. Uh it's very comfortable. And uh yeah, we got a whole whole bunch of cool stuff in our new metal merch drop. So that's that's the merch focus going forward. But yeah, that's uh that's the way the news goes. Just want to say thank you to my good friend Matt here uh for hanging out, always being my friend. And wanna say thank you to the West Main peeps for hanging out with us uh this, this week. And this was an awesome episode, but it was a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. Uh thanks so much to to Gibby, to Lawrence Crow for doing all of that rad awesome merch and uh designing that he does for everything. Our posters, our merch, our website, all the all of the stuff you see with Lawrence Crow. He does it all. Uh he's the man, man with the plan. And thanks so much to Ross from uh Electric Kiwi for all of our website needs. So if you have website needs, needs for a website, hit up Ross at Electric Kiwi and he's gonna get you hooked up. Hello. Yeah, Matt. We did it. Hey, yeah. have a happy Halloween. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.